Yeah. Did you see that review of ours that I posted? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it. Nerd Out Loud is like a funny and even lesser known version of TBTL. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Who was that? I don't know. Somebody named Vlasic. <laughs> what do you think about it? True. <laughs> Welcome to episode 126 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Today is Sunday, May 22nd, the year of our Lord and Savior, 2016. (laughs) I am Jeremy Holmes. I am joined by my partner in love and in life and in crime. And in podcasting, <laughs> Christina Wise. Hello. What's crack a lackin', my lady? <laughs> oh, no. You did not say that. <laughs> so, guys, here's the way that this is going to work. We're, uh, we're breaking in our new format today. It's not really a new format. It's kind of the same format. It's just a little bit more structured. So every week, the way it works is we're going to bring to the table something that we nerd out about. Christy will bring something. I'll bring something. Maybe the listeners will bring something. Maybe we'll have an interview. Uh, but So we're going to talk about some specific things that people nerd out about, sprinkled in with some of our ongoing segments that we have. Some drone strikes, Am I a Jerk, Rad Space News, follow-up, all that fun stuff. And uh, yeah, so here we go. We have an exciting show, exciting show for you guys today. Um, we have, uh, Christy has an article about marriage. <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. we're going to find out if our marriage is successful or not. Mm-hmm. We're what, a month in at this point? Something like that. So we're going to find out how it's going? Yeah, I mean, we might just be able to get annulled at this point, right? <laughs> you love I, when I say you that. You keep saying it. You keep talking <laughs> about annul- annulment, and it's uh, it just makes me f- uncomfortable. Um, I was able to sit down uh, digitally sit down with somebody (laughs) (laughs) a man and a wife that collect ashtrays but they don't just collect ashtrays they have a collection of over 4,000 ashtrays in their home (laughs) I have a question why is it always man and wife like the wife has a title but the man still gets to be a man man and wife husband and wife I don't know I I think people say husband and wife you didn't say husband and wife. Well, yeah, but other people do sometimes. I don't know. Hus- <laughs> I'm sorry. if Did I offend you? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, um, you didn't create it. I just have always wondered that. Ah, I see. I sat down with a delightful couple <laughs> <laughs> that collects ashtrays, and I'm gonna he- uh, we're going to hear about that. I have some space news, and not just any space news, but we have some space news that I think this is a little different. It's a little different than something than, than most of the stuff that we've talked about in the past. And I think I think Christy that you might be on board as it were. Okay, with this we'll one. have to see. Um, and we got a voicemail. We got a great voicemail from a new listener. I'm I, I'm very excited. Somebody called in to share something that they nerd out about, and um, it so happens that it's something that I'm fascinated with. So maybe this won't be the first time we hear from the listener. Uh, if we do not scare them off, we'll see. So we'll get to that. But before we get to that, Christy, mm-hmm. we had one of the most surreal experiences 
<laughs> yes. And I feel like uh, I feel like you need to talk about this or <laughs> you're going I mean, to explode. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty insane. We were we were, we went to the park today and we we're at the park doing our park thing. Uh, we why did we go to all the way down to Seattle? Oh, we went down there because we were meeting up with some friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up having a picnic with my daughter in the park. And so we're hanging out in the park. Christy came and met us. And we're hanging out in the park, and a small child walked by mm-hmm. that, uh, well, uh, we know it was five, because later on we saw there was a pinata in the shape of a five, so I'm mm-hmm. assuming it was her fifth fifth birthday. Yes. A uh, young child walked by in like a full-blown, uh, I don't know the, the name of the length. It's not cocktail Floor length. length. Floor length wedding dress. Yes. Like wedding dress, veil. It had like the under part. It had a hoop in it. Yeah. It had. Um, she had a veil. She, she was, had a bouquet. She was wearing. She had, it was carrying a bouquet of flowers, and she was walking through the park. Um, so. And when I first saw her, I said, "I hope that's a first communion." But we later found out it was not. Yeah. She had thrown her, or she had chose her parents, or her parents, mm-hmm. or whatever, had had decided to have a wedding themed. Mm-hmm birthday party (laughs) in which all the guests dressed up like wedding like you would to a wedding Mm -hmm. there were bridesmaids there were groomsmen there was a groom (laughs) there was somebody dressed as a uh, pastor Mm -hmm. there's a minister (laughs) there was a flower girl there was some flower that i joked on twitter that it was a fetus (laughs) because it was a five-year-old getting married yeah um there's a wedding cake Mm -hmm. there was a bouquet toss (laughs) um and uh, it just kept getting more and more and um and I thought oh no this isn't really this isn't actually happening <laughs> and then people were coming up to the little girl and saying happy wedding day you're <laughs> such a beautiful bride um it, she was, melted down at one point she fell she, had fell. she, had she, had a, was, she was wearing high heels yeah high high heels should not be made for little children and a floor length and a floor length dress, dress at the park the park right. so that's going to be a bad so she tripped and fell combination yeah she tripped and yeah. fell okay so i i here's what i think was going on i i looked it up because <laughs> i was trying to think mm-hmm. of the name of it uh there was a, a woman named kitty genovese she was murdered it was in new york uh she was murdered in the courtyard there was People, while all these people in the surrounding apartments watched, it it became the. I'm just reading from the mm-hmm. article. The incident prompted inquiries into what became known as the bystander effect, or Genovese syndrome. Um, meaning, people like I watched this terrible thing happening, and then I watched somebody else watching this terrible thing happening. They're not doing anything about it, mm-hmm. so then I don't do anything about it. Mm. And it just perpetuates. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, so I think that there was a little bit of that going on, maybe. <laughs> I mean, one of the things, it, it seemed really troubling to me for a lot of reasons, just because it seems troubling, probably because I grew up in a very evangelical uh, Christian culture that had a huge emphasis on getting married young. They always talk about, you know, women being princesses and mm-hmm. like it's very gendered and kind of a really unhealthy way from a very young age and uh this played right into that and so there was some of that that kind of made me uncomfortable uh and it was just troubling <laughs> it was yeah. just troubling uh but then i mean 
as the as it went on, because we were hanging out at the park watching this happen, and as it went on, they uh, nobody else was doing anything. Everybody seemed to think it was fine. Like I didn't see any. Uh, no, none of the other parents there, none of the other people in the park seemed as uncomfortable with things mm-hmm. as as I felt, and well, maybe there as was you the felt. One parents that thought it was weird and they left. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I mean, they were on their way out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It oh just... no! I got closer and closer so we could get pictures. <laughs> so I mean, as it went on, I started to wonder if maybe it's not weird. Maybe we're the ones that's weird for thinking it's weird. No. It's disgusting. It's weird. It's play plays on everything that's terrible and it child brides like that's not that's not funny. Like the and I'm sure that the little girl wanted it because it's her birthday and that's probably what she decided that she wanted to have a wedding or something, but the groom didn't seem exactly very happy and who is this kid? I don't know. I don't know why I find myself trying to defend this the, the child wedding <laughs> that we saw <laughs> because I think that in my heart I know that it's wildly inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But I oh, I don't know. I just I feel like there's lots of judging that goes on with parents. Parents constantly judging other parents. You're too strict. You're not strict enough. How could you let your kids do that? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you go to the park and it's like a microcosm of of just society, you get to see everybody's different parenting styles manifest in a very real way because, mm-hmm. you know, kids are running around and being crazy and everybody does it differently. And you just got to find what works for you and your kid. So, I, you know, I think that I have something in me that's like, hey, let's not judge no, other parents. This needs to be judged. It was so weird. <laughs> and even Ellie at one point, I said, um, Ellie, the wedding's about to start. You want to come see? She's like, okay. And she needed she to get was. closer. And she's like, she just looked at me and she said, what is happening? (laughs) She could not, but she's like, why? I said, I don't know. They're just pretending. And um, so then they, Jeremy kept saying, oh no, this is it. They're just dressed like a wedding, but it's not going to actually happen. Nope. It sure did. (sighs) Just when it started to start sprinkling, music came on. It sounded like, what did I say? Iron and Wine or Imagine Dragons or one of those hipster bands, of course, starts playing and they walk down an aisle (laughs) that was white, Mm -hmm. like a white thing. Mm -hmm. And then then at the end of the aisle, they start. They're all dancing. They're all. It was like a reception. Yeah, it was like a reception. And of course, since they're a bunch of white kids, they start dancing to shout because white people love that song at weddings. <laughs> it was so weird. It was all just really weird. We were walking back cake. to the car. We were walking back to the car afterwards, and I looked at my daughter, who had been literally sitting in a huge pile of dirt for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. just digging, and her boots were filled with dirt, mm-hmm. and she was covered with dirt, and she was wearing like a monster sweatshirt that mm-hmm. was on backwards, <laughs> because as you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I just was really thankful. <laughs> I was just really <laughs> thankful for um, my family mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Minecraft birthday that we just yes. had. You know, which I mean, it's weird. Yeah. Minecraft's weird, but not. It didn't seem that not weird. a child bride. So, anyway, all right. Well, maybe people have strong feelings about it. Are we being too judgmental? No. Let um, us know. Well, I think <laughs> I want to know what friend, people think. I'm our curious. friend Mike, because we are we were posting about it in our group chat. Our friend Mike said, well, she didn't want to get married. She shouldn't have got knocked up. (laughs) That's not funny. 
Oh, it isn't? No, it's inappropriate and uncalled for. Well, so <coughs> is dressing up your daughter like a child bride. Hey, just because somebody else was behaving inappropriately doesn't give us all license to behave inappropriately, Christina. Okay. Shut up. All right. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's do this. Let's play this voicemail. We got a voicemail from a new listener, uh, Andrea. And uh, let's, let's listen to it. Hi there. My name is Andrea, and I'm a brand new Nerd Out Loud listener, starting with episode number 125. So here's what I'm nerding out about, and I apologize if you've already talked about this. It's fermented beverages. I've been making kombucha and water kefir. I say kefir. I'm not sure if it's kefir, but I'm worried that makes me sound pretentious. So I just say kefir. Anyway, I've been making these fermented beverages for about a year now, and I've finally got it down. It's so exciting. It's like I have a little colony living in my pantry, and they're having a big party. I make the water kefir from grains, which are squishy clumps of bacteria, and I make the kombucha from a SCOBY, which is one of the coolest and most descriptive acronyms that I know of. It's a symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast, SCOBY. It kind of looks like a placenta, or what I imagine a placenta would look like. Since it's gotten warm here in the Pacific Northwest, my cultures are going crazy. My fridge, my pantry, my laundry room are overflowing with bacterial goodness. And now my only problem is finding someone to babysit my cultures when I go on vacation. I thought about putting an ad on Craigslist, but I'm afraid that will draw some creepos out. Anyway, fermented beverages. That's what I'm nerding out about right now. Thank you guys for your podcast. I'm so excited to catch up and listen to some more episodes. Bye. Well, thank you. Thank you for calling in, Andrea. Mm -hmm. And a uh, piece of advice. Uh, thank you for listening. And piece of advice. Don't, don't go back. <laughs> yeah. Don't go back. It, yeah, just just move enjoy forward. the ride going forward. They only get better. There's there's nowhere <laughs> to go but up from here, Andrea. So um, thank you for listening and thank you for calling in. And Andrea, I also obsess about fermented beverages. He does. <laughs> I am obsessed with... Uh, kombucha, and when I was when I was in college, I actually had. I also say kefir. Um, mm -hmm. I had my own kefir. It's like a. The one that I had was in it. It was given to me in a mason jar, and it kind of looked like cottage cheese. And you would add like milk to it, basically, oh and then God. it would make yogurt. And then you could like branch that off and make more yogurt and eat the yogurt. And the yogurt was like a probiotic. It was really good. It had all that good bacteria that you're supposed to have. And it was, I treated it like it was another member of my family. I used to take it around with me to work and I used to, <laughs> I used to take it with me places. I loved it. I thought it was really cool. And, um, Andrea, I would love to, I mean, I mean, uh, do you sell this somewhere? Do you, <laughs> how do you disseminate it? Is there a way that we can somehow try some? Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe if you're interested, maybe we could just get you on the show because I have a lot of questions for you. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of questions for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, hey, we'll we'll house sit your bacteria. <laughs> no, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I love it. Uh, man, I love it. Uh, do I you, don't like it. You don't like the taste? No, I don't like the taste or the texture. The one thing I do like that I don't know if it's considered whatever she called it, fermented beverages, but I do like shrubs. 
Oh, yeah. No, that's I don't think that counts. It's that's vinegar. like a vinegar thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the closest thing that I can mm-hmm. get. I guess it's called a drinking vinegar. Mm. Yeah, those are yeah. I really like. You can that. make fancy cocktail stuff with them. Mm-hmm. I so I or just um, drink it. As we've talked about on the show from time to time, I do not partake in alcohol mm-hmm. um, because when I do, it does not end well. <laughs> and so I've just made a choice to not do that. Um, I hang out with some other people that have also chosen to not partake. Mm-hmm. Part, uh, imbibe alcohol mm-hmm. um many of them have a strong feeling about these types of drinks these like kefir uh I, well i don't know kefir i didn't know that kefir was a drink i thought kefir was like a yogurt thing but i don't know whatever um apparently it's also a drink mm-hmm. uh but the kombucha a lot of them a lot of them don't drink kombucha because it does have a little bit of alcohol in it i guess like a very small percentage but they sell it to kids do they yeah you can just get it at like whole foods yeah i don't know interesting well i i don't know i've had it and it seems to be okay i don't i don't uh i don't end up you know off the rails four days later (laughs) in a pile of my own bacteria (laughs) (laughs) which is what would happen yeah I mean, that happens oftentimes with or without alcohol, but, (laughs) you know, on account of the bacteria and all. Um, All right, Christy, one last thing before we get into your your thing that you're Mm -hmm. nerding out about Mm -hmm. that you're bringing to the table. The follow-up files. Your political career. Yes. This is a little piece of follow-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, uh, as talked about on a previous show, you attended uh, two levels of the caucus. Of the, is that the right terminology? Mm-hmm. You caucused twice in the most recent caucuses. Yeah, at the precinct, precinct. level and then the district level. Yeah, and when you went to the precinct one, you were like, this is a disaster. Mm-hmm. It's not being run well. Mm-mm. And then, in the name of democracy, you decided to do something about it. It did. You signed up to become the precinct committee officer, and it's actually an election. You have to run. Your name gets on a ballot, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you signed up uh, to because you decided to fix the problems that you saw before you. Yes. Which I commend you for, honestly. I mean, thank you. I'm being a little jokey about it, but that's actually like an awesome thing that you did. Um, and you got an email the other day. Mm-hmm. I have it here so, in front of me. But it opened. Um, so you filed, they opened the, this, where you, any kind of election that you want to run for in Washington state opened. So you had to declare your candidacy from the 16th of May until the 20th at like 5 PM. Mm-hmm. So I did that for my precinct. And you got an email the mm-hmm. other day. Yes. Dear Christy, Christina Wise of the Nerd Out Loud podcast. Mm-hmm did not say that dear precinct committee officer candidate congratulations since no one else from your party (laughs) filed in your precinct you have won the spot as precinct committee officer congratulations christina thank you i'm better than none you're holding a political office yeah so what now what happens is i'm the stand-in pco for our precinct Mm -hmm. until november and my name goes on the ballot nice so I'll, my name will go on the ballot, which will be awesome, and then I'll have to officially be elected. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> so your name? I don't know. I n- I need to find out what they actually do. I know <laughs> at the primary 
at the caucus, <laughs> they got to wear um, really cool scarves. Okay. So nice. that's that. So it's like a Sounders game. <laughs> <laughs> scarves up, they, PCOs. Yeah, they, so they wore scarves, mm-hmm. and they basically ran the meeting for the district, which is our neighborhood. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations, Christina. I'm Thank so, you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and as I've said before, I will be the Doug Stamper to your, <laughs> uh, what was the guy's name from House of Cards? Kevin Spacey? Yeah. <laughs> I will be the Doug, Doug Stamper to your Kevin Spacey. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. He all, Doug Stamper also doesn't drink, by the way. Yeah, well, except when he does. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't end well. No. <laughs> so There's like dead prostitutes and We have and something like in common there. Not yeah. the dead prostitute thing. Let <laughs> <Yeah>. me <laughs> just clarify. Yeah. Not the dead prostitute thing. Um, okay. Well, congratulations, Christy. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Are you excited? I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it actually means, <laughs> but I'm getting an actual certificate. They said that they're going to distribute a certificate of office. Nice. So, well, looking forward to that. I think I'll we post all are. it. I think we all are. All right, Christy. Mm-hmm. What you got for us this week? Okay, so I came across this article from Scary Mommy. Mm-hmm. called 25 ways to know your marriage is strong Ooh. so i'm just gonna you know throw these out <laughs> okay and then we can see do you read a lot of stuff on scary mommy no mm. this one not a fan of this website personally yeah a lot of the uh a lot of the articles that i read on that i have read that have been linked back to this website or that mm-hmm. have come from this one it's one of those there's lots of writers that write mm-hmm. for this website mm-hmm. including friend of the show tony the whitest 10 um, I'll link to her show in the show notes. She's written for it. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about her articles necessarily, mm-hmm. but, uh, there's a lot of, mm, see kind of traditional, like, Hey, dad's a buff bumbling idiot and mom's like, whatever, whatever. And like, just kind of played out tropes, I would say. I found it to be a little bit more opposite of like, I'm being edgy because I'm saying that kids are hard. Uh-oh. Like I, I found it the opposite of that. I just saw this um, because usually these 10 ways to know this or <laughs> blah, 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 blah are usually so crazy. I haven't actually read through the the entire list. I saw a couple and I'm like, I'm going to save it for us to, oh, Jesus. <laughs> to do this. You haven't read so through it? So it might be a shit okay. show. I, I'm Christy. excited. Christy. I'm excited about that. Just time out. Time out. Before <laughs> we get into this. For future reference, you have to vet this a little bit. You got to like, beca- you got to put some time and energy into it. You can't just find some catchy article and dump it in there and think that it's going to be good without at least looking it through. Like Jeremy, we got to, we got to bring we, our A game. We will... Make this great. Oh, Jesus Christ. But I do have one thing to say about the website. If it was, if the website was Scary Mama, uh-huh. I would never read it. I would want to burn it to the ground. God damn. Okay. Are you ready? I'm upset about this. <laughs> I'm so upset right now. We haven't even started. This is like the opposite of the way this is supposed to go. Like we're supposed to be bringing quality, captivating, relevant quality. content. Not like, oh, I was flipping by some shitty article on Twitter and decided to... Okay. All well, right. I think this is already going to... Um, 
Nelly. Or do you make you mad because it's all about the things that he mm. is doing? Okay, mm-hmm. so you yeah. ready? Oh, like played out tropes, you mean? Of we'll see. Like stereotypical we'll see. husband well, and wife? It just it at the beginning it prefaces it with mm-hmm. spoiler alert you're not gonna see he brings you flowers every day, so maybe oh. not. We'll see. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Number one, you won't binge watch House of Cards without each other, and you feel mm-hmm. guilty if you watch your favorite DVR shows alone. No. I gave up on waiting to watch shows with you <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> I get too tired of it because you fall asleep some. in like 10 minutes every There night. are some that we watch. I just say watch one of your crappy Silicon shows. Silicon Valley is like the only one. That I'll no, House of Cards we do. Okay. That one specifically we'll watch okay. sometimes okay. unless you're lying to me. Are you lying to no. me? Okay, number two. Mm-hmm. He brings you coffee after he's done an early school drop-off and then remembers the extra sugar. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. It's it's weirdly very specific. There's like an early school drop off. There's extra sugar. There's coffee. I'm assuming that they're talking about sex, right? (laughs) No. No? Okay. I like it, though. I like to think that coffee Mm. is penis. Oh. Um, But I do do have to say that you are very... um, Consider it and would ask me if I would want coffee. Okay. You don't mind the feel of his feet touching yours in bed. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that, but you're weird about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm, no, I mean, yeah, sometimes. Not so much in bed. I mean, it's not the end of the world. You just have a thing about feet. Yeah. Yeah. Number four. He understands when you hand him the toddler... When he walks in the door from work no. and isn't miffed when <laughs> you say, I'm leaving we as don't you have, sail out the door. We don't have a toddler, so moving on. <laughs> but also, so this is like also assuming that he's at work mm-hmm. and there's a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Number five, you know, oh no, <laughs> you no longer have to ask each other for permission to spend money. Oh, that would be nice if you would... L- follow that one if instead I of you just instead of just giving me my envelope of cash at the beginning <laughs> of the week and being like here you go <laughs> I, and I blow it all on starbucks by like the second day and it's you, wednesday and i'm starving at work are you <laughs> making fun of my first marriage oh, do you know oh, that no. was a thing no oh no. man i used to call him cashback <laughs> casey because he would oh. like go to the grocery store and get like $60 back and mm. <laughs> and like overdraw our account. So I had to give him like quote unquote Limits. Starbucks al- allowance oh. on a Starbucks card. We don't even, I mean, we don't have, we don't share an account. Yeah. So this is like not <laughs> even a thing. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just weird to ask per- permission anyways in yeah, a marriage. It's very weird. You've gotten over the fact that he'll never, ever put <laughs> his dishes in the dishwasher. I put the dishes in the dishwasher. Except sometimes. for this weekend. Yeah. You never once did it. Sometimes I do. I just don't like taking them out of the dishwasher. I know, but you also <laughs> don't ever put them in. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's gotten over Have the you gotten over that? Apparently not, since <laughs> you're bringing it up. Okay. Um, I think that it just, if there's an empty dishwasher, it kind of just seems natural just to mm-hmm. put them in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a good lesson to teach, uh, teach the daughter to do. Yeah. It's kind of a calming courtesy thing, especially because I chase after people that do that at work all day. Okay, this next one has to do with mowing a lawn. 
Can we skip yeah, over that? But the garbage. Since we don't have a lawn. And he's gotten mm. over the fact that you'll never take out the garbage. Mm. Are you over that? Yeah. I mean, I. it's, it's fine. You just, you don't like to. I just put it out front yeah. and you do it. I'm sure that you have done it. Like, I mean, you lived here f- alone for, for five eight years, years. Eight before years. we yeah. met. Oh, no. So you, uh, yeah. I'm sure that you took the garbage out <laughs> quite a few times. Um, he's long since stopped buying you lingerie and knows flannel pajamas are the way to your heart. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a, actually a funny one because I had my kind of bridal shower this weekend. And my friend's mom called her to ask if I would want a negligee, mm-hmm. which negligee is like kind of a creepy word to me. Mm-hmm. And I said, tell your mom my idea of lingerie is a, Star- a Seahawks t-shirt. Oh, okay. But you would never buy me lingerie, nor do you even care about that stuff, right? Yeah. Do you? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I don't even want to read this one. I'm going on to the next one. Number 10. The sight of him folding laundry makes you horny. That's what I was. Okay. Number <laughs> 10. When you hear him say, Mom Morty said no, you realize he's on your side in the us against them war. I think we both are opposite where we say, go ask, go <laughs> yeah. ask dad. And then I say, what did dad say? Ha ha, I told her to ask you. Because neither one of us want to be the one that says no or yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. He's seen you poop and still wants to have <laughs> sex with you. <laughs> I would. S- I mean, you always walk in mm-hmm. and then stand over there and say, what? what? Well, we have an open door pooping policy in this household. Do we? Yeah. Oh, no. You have that. (laughs) When he runs his hands over your battle scars of childbirth (laughs) on your body, he still feels the young woman he fell in love with. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Yeah, move on. (laughs) You have smelled his farts and still have sex with him. True. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's... That's a weird thing to put together. These are all super weird. And <laughs> probably had you read it through before <laughs> deciding to talk about it on the I podcast. I like this. You know I that. like this. Okay. <laughs> he never said a single word about you buying another pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. And you turned your eyes when he came home with parts for his antique car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just swap out antique car with metal detector. Right. Yeah. Any kind of, any drone, any yeah. kind of, what are those called? Kickstarter? <laughs> yeah. But you do comment on my shoes a lot. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, not like in a judgmental way. Oh, another pair of shoes. You do have a lot of shoes. (laughs) I know, but I like shoes. Yeah, that's fine. You still both agree that the 80s is the greatest music genre ever. I don't think we're in the target market for this. Yeah, who is the target market? I don't know. Older people that have have like a normal family. But you also have a toddler. family. So, no. Okay. Like, so this is written for, like, 50-year-olds. He knows what to order you at the bar while you're in the bathroom. Hmm. I would say that's true. Yeah. What would you order me if we were at a bar? A drink, f- four drinks, and then drink three of them real quick. Great <laughs> <laughs> right answer. One of them for you. <laughs> no, but no, really, what would know. you order? Just anything sickingly sweet. <laughs> that's <laughs> like what you would say? Something with vodka and, like, pineapple juice. Or something like that. Except for, I mean, you don't even like drinking alcohol. I'd probably get you like an iced tea with, yeah. <laughs> with like that fake sugar yeah, in it. Yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> Good job. Or vodka tonic. Those mm. are my two. Mm. Um, he regrets your wedding song at every... 
He requests your wedding song at every wedding you attend and then gently leads you to the dance floor. <laughs> we don't have a wedding song. Yeah, we do. X is a no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have not danced it's the song to it. of the summer from last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's the only person you will admit to that when you're wrong and he'll never tell. He's the only. I don't think that's true. No. Yeah, you never admit that you're wrong. What? I'm just never wrong. It's not about <laughs> right. me being stubborn and not. <laughs> he completely respects your declaration that you will leave him for John Bon Jovi <laughs> if the time ever presents itself. <laughs> I guess if you swat, swap out John Bon Jovi with... Uh, Josh Opitz. Josh Opitz, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or basically any like schlubby looking Jewish dude. <laughs> 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 with like glasses mm-hmm. jonah hill <laughs> yeah jonah yeah. hill's a good one seth, yeah. Ro- seth rogan mm-hmm. um yeah funny mm-hmm. chubby comedian yeah. true um well i'm what? i'm one of those things <laughs> <laughs> he'll tell you when your haircut is bad and you will tell him when he looks like an old man wearing dockers <laughs> I've never seen you with a bad haircut. You would never and wear if dockers. If I did, I would never admit it. <laughs> I just got my haircut, so now I'm sorry. But you do, feel... you do tell me when I'm when I look bad and close. I do. Although I, I always like I, I was recently going to a thing that I had to get dressed for. Yeah, I mm-hmm. was going to a thing that I had to get dressed like nice for, and mm-hmm. I didn't know how nice to dress, and I was very heavily relying on you to help <laughs> me. And I'm like, "Are these shoes nice enough?" Because I was shopping for shoes. Are these shoes nice enough? And you're like, "Ah, uh, I don't know. What What do you think?" <laughs> I'm like, "I I don't know. I don't. I wear like shorts and flip flops everywhere." <laughs> well, it's kind of hard because you can go overboard with men's shoes, or yeah. you can go under. And it's hard to find that middle ground. Yeah. yeah. You stayed with him during the P90X phase and the aftermath when he gained back all the weight. No. That's not it's hurtful. something. You did go through a running at night phase in That's your sandals. Running at night is the best. With like a headlamp and you wore sandals. Yeah. So I stayed with you during that time. Yeah. His eyes can meet yours across a party and say, this party sucks. One more drink and we can go. Mm. Opposite. This is what happens. He's like, this party is fucking amazing. We're staying all <laughs> night. And mm. I'm doing the let's go. Yeah. yeah. Usually you're doing the let's go on the way there. <laughs> like, oh, I think I left the iron on. Coming I up with different excuses. Home. Yeah. You've mm. suffered through recitals and choir concerts, and you both agree that your kid sucks at the oboe. Wow. Not very positive reinforcement. <laughs> no, no, I guess not. I think we would both be like, okay, maybe we try to steer towards something else. Yeah. The oboe is a difficult instrument to play. So. Yeah, I don't know why you'd have a kid do that. <laughs> yeah. That's one so where you go double cool reads. clarinet, and it's then double reads are challenging. you get better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Date nights are now quick cocktails after Christmas shopping or parent-teacher conferences, and you are grateful for that time together. Mm. I would say that's probably true. Yeah, we are super busy. I mean, not Christmas shopping or parent-teacher conferences, because as we've talked about, or cocktails. Jeremy does. <laughs> so really, we're not none, none of us. <laughs> Jeremy likes to do his Christmas shopping the night before Christmas possible. Eve, yeah, because not because he's like lazy or likes he likes 
the time I limit, like the, the rush. I like the hectic the, atmosphere. The balls filled all with the crazy people. people. Everything that everybody who's listening <laughs> hates, he loves love it. it. Yeah. yeah. He loves people being crazy to each other. And yeah. that's great. Number 25. There's no one else. Okay. So this spoil. Uh, sorry, Aiden, in advance. <laughs> This is a little edgy. It's got a swear in it. There's no one who will <laughs> put up with your shit, and you both know it. Oh. Do I have shit? No. I, no. This so, is a very one-sided so one for us. <laughs> that's that's another um, one of those edgy parenting things that I was mm. talking about is, oh, we're going to say a swear word in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like you just cautioned everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I was so doing do you, it tongue so in cheek. Think? So how are we do? How are we doing? Did you keep score? I think we're doing better than that quiz is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're doing better than whoever wrote this uh, <laughs> this quiz. Sorry, Christine. <laughs> Christine Burke. Well, I'm just wondering people that write those because I know they do a lot of um, contracts or people write in and authors. So does this person love Bon Jovi and her husband has an antique car? Or is she just writing hypothetical like questions? Does her kid play the oboe? I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Does she like extra sugar in her coffee? Yeah, apparently, apparently she does. Apparently she does. So I say we scored good. <laughs> All right, good. Well, awesome. So, uh, thank you, Christy, for bringing that to the table. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to see what you have in store for us next week. Super. Uh, I think it's gonna be a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> super. Yeah. <laughs> Here's something interesting. What? What Disney princess do you think you would be? What Jeremy? snack food would you be? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here's my only request. If you're gonna mail it in with the listicle, let's not pick one that has 25 things in it. Like find like five signs that your marriage is on the rocks. Or. But how will we know five isn't enough? <laughs> 10 is almost, oh, 25 man. is a lot. Like 25 it, is it a lot. It should have been like 13. Yeah. <laughs> under 20. So if you're going to do the listicle thing, <laughs> let's go with under 20. Okay? Okay. Okay. Now we're back to you're being a jerk. <laughs> so, uh, Jerome's Christy. On Jeremy. Christy, here, here's what I did. So we, you are uh, part of a, you you have another podcast called The Little Red Bandwagon. It's about a podcast that we've mm-hmm. talked about quite a bit called Too Beautiful to Live. One of the hosts of Too Beautiful to Live on his show was talking about how he got drunk and mm-hmm. knocked over an antique ashtray. Mm-hmm. And th- it was a set of four ashtrays that's on a spindle. He knocked it over. He broke two of them. He requested the hive mind of all of the listeners of his po- podcast to help him find these ashtrays uh because they're antique because they don't make ashtrays anymore because Mm -hmm. people don't Mm -hmm. smoke anymore except Mm -hmm. for apparently andrew walsh well they use it as a they use it as like a art piece not he doesn't actually use it yeah okay so we uh it as a result, I was following along as people are posting all of these links and articles, and I think we found it. I think we found it. I came across this Facebook page called Ashtray Collectors. It had 750 likes, which is a lot. I mean, that's, that's a, a little fair amount of likes. Yeah. Well, I so I love stuff like that. When I come across like little niche 
things, hobbies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like that's, that's, I, I'm fascinated with it. And so the fact that not only was there somebody that loved ashtrays enough that they created a Facebook page, but there was hundreds of pictures of really unique ashtrays on there. They uh, apparently are at least 750 other people in the world that were interested enough in it that they clicked like on this page. I was like, I got to reach out to these people. So I messaged the owner of the page. He wrote me back very promptly, uh, and we had a great talk. Um, Him and his wife and myself um, chatted for a little while, and so I wanted to just play that today. Can't wait to hear it. Hello? Hey, is this Eric? It is. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Sorry about that. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. So before we start, um, I just wanted to uh, let you know, um, my wife Kelly was going to join the call if that's okay with you. Oh yeah. Because we kind of kind of started this whole ashtray collector thing together. So yeah. You good with that? Yeah, that would be awesome. All right, I'm gonna have her turn that other phone on. We're just gonna each have separate phones. Go ahead, babe. And hopefully you don't get feedback. Okay. You there? Who me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was waiting for you to say something. So, <laughs> all right. So this is Jeremy. Jeremy, this is Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so uh, yeah, I I had messaged you guys. Um, I think actually maybe somebody else messaged you because they stumbled across an an ashtray that they were looking for that they had broken. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I could try and think of his name, but yeah, I just talked to him. I believe it was yesterday. A- Andrew, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I I was following along with that whole journey, and I saw your guys's. I came across your Facebook page, the Ashtray Collectors Facebook page, and um, right. let's just start from the beginning. So I was looking at the about section on your page, and it looks like you guys started back in 2013. Yeah, a little before. I mean, we started the page in 2013. Um, we had actually started probably a couple of years. What do you think? 2010 when we started, probably. So it was about 2010, and um, the house we were living in at the time, you know, we had, she was kind of decorating, and, you know, we, the only ashtrays we could find, we were smokers at the time, and the only ashtrays we could find were the ones that you find at Walmart, the little cheap plastic, you know, kind of crappy little things that hold two cigarettes, and so, uh, you know, we both remember the days in our parents' house of having the big huge glass heavy ashtrays you know that basically you could beat somebody to death with uh <laughs> that held 20 packs so we were kind of looking for those um and we started hitting the antique malls and she was looking for specific colors she wanted you know she wanted purple and um you know we started finding purple ashtrays and uh you know as we were looking you know we were hitting all the antique malls and the flea markets and everything and we started finding all kinds of different shapes sizes colors and it just kind of caught our interest, and before you knew it, we were buying ashtrays for every room in the house, and then it just grew into this monster of, you know, we started finding things we really liked and started focusing more on quality instead of quantity, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, here we are now. We're probably close to uh, 4,000 in the collection. <laughs> Holy cow. So, yeah. and where, do you guys just store them all at your house? Uh, we do. We have um, we've got a few curio cabinets uh, here in our living area that um, hold kind of what I collect and what she collects, and then some of probably the more um, delicate pieces that we don't want to pack away. But the rest of them are all packed up in rubber made tubs 
in the basement, the, the huge trunks with the wheels on them. Mm-hmm. And we probably have about 25 of those full of ashtrays. Wow. And do you guys like, so it looks like there's some other people involved with this page. Have you guys kind of stumbled into a an ashtray collecting community? Um, you know, I wouldn't say so much a community. I mean, we've, we've run into a few people who've found our page who are probably just as uh, passionate about it as we are. Um, unfortunately, they're in different parts of the country. So, you know, I mean, we've got uh, the, the one big guy, Frank, who's... Uh, part of our club is he's out in california um he collects mostly advertising ashtrays but um he has quite a large collection as well um but you know we asked him if he'd be interested in you know posting some of his because i found him on Flickr and uh noticed that he had a bunch of pictures and i I was like that's so cool and i actually found somebody else that collected ashtrays so we connected and he was actually in st louis area for a funeral at one time and uh we met up with a mountain uh, in an area of St. Louis County, met him for dinner, and sat and talked with him for probably a couple of hours. So, um, but yeah, we've got a couple people uh, in the Midwest here, and then we've got one down in Florida that also contributes. So everybody's kind of peppered all over the United States. Mm-hmm. And do you have people? I mean, I know I found you guys because I had an acquaintance that was uh, looking for kind of a unique ashtray. Do you guys have people that stumble across your site? in their search you know reaching out to you or i i think it's more anymore it's more people trying to find out how to offload an ashtray collection that possibly a grandparent or a parent or a relative has um you know a few weeks ago we had a guy we had a lady contact me who said you know my grandparents or my grandfather just passed away and he has this collection of like 700 ashtrays in his garage that we have no idea what to do with. Mm-hmm. And um, even last week, I had a lady contact me whose 70-year-old grandmother has been collecting ashtrays for a year, and she has a couple thousand. And she's like, you know, how can I sell these? And I was like, well, <laughs> it's kind of difficult because everybody kind of has their niche, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody collects certain things. It's not, you know. And if you're wanting to sell 2,000 ashtrays and price them all variably somewhere between a dollar and 30 to $50 a piece, you know, that can add up pretty quick. And I don't know, we don't know anybody that's really got those kind of resources that can pay that kind of money. So, yeah. you know, we, we usually tell them, you know, the best bet is either, you know, you have to piece it out in eBay or find like some kind of antique dealer or somebody like that who's going to probably give you a fourth of what you think it's worth, if that much. Yeah. Um, but occasionally we do get people who are looking for something specific. Um, you know, when Andrew contacted me the other day, I really felt sorry for the guy because I, you know, I know what set he's talking about and we, you know, and my wife Kelly picked it up and you know, she really liked it. And I mean, we paid quite a bit of money for it. And, yeah. you know, he's like, well, how much would it cost to, for me to get it off you? And I was like, yeah, I don't, I mean, what would you be willing to offer? We don't really sell, but you know, I guess there's always a price for something. And, um, <laughs> you know, he made an offer, which was, you know, substantially lower than what we had paid for it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I just really can't, you know, I'd love to help you out. I, I really felt for the guy, but yeah, and it, you know, we get it once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, and so is there like a uh, is there a, a holy grail ashtray? Like, is there in in the ashtray collecting world? Is there an ashtray that like or or a certain line of ashtrays that everybody's looking for or that you guys are kind of constantly looking for? Um, you know, I don't know, baby. Are there any that you're looking for? I mean, 
I, I, there's one that I have sought after for years now, um, and I don't know that there's a holy grail. I mean, that may mean something different to every collector. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, Kelly collects more figural type ashtrays. You know, more like animal type stuff. Uh, whereas I collect more novelty type ashtrays, but um, one that I've been looking for for a long time is it's an, it's uh, by the Overton Tire Company, which was around in the early uh, 20th century, and um, the, they have the uh, they have the they had a devil as a logo, mm-hmm. and there were two Overton ashtrays that were figural type ashtrays, um, but they were you know devils and um, they're really interesting, but they're uh, they're they're a few grand a piece and uh, very rare to find. So maybe someday if I sell half the collection, you know, we could do that. But uh, yeah. I'm not. We're not really in a place to put out that kind of money for you know. I mean, in a collection wise, you know, we're definitely quality, but we're not uh, not that kind of quality. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, I, I mean, are you are you buying these primarily from like, you know, are you getting them from like you said the person that reached out to you and said, hey, my grandpa just passed away, and we're trying to figure out what to do with all these ashtrays. Are you getting them online? I mean, where do you find the ashtrays that you add to your collection? Um, most of the time, it's through either flea markets or antique malls. I mean, we like to take trips. Um, you know, where whether we go to Florida or whether we go, you know, wherever. Um, you know, we'll map out a plan to hit every antique mall possible on the way there and the way back. So um, we hit antique malls, we hit flea markets. Um, I have bought, we have bought a few pieces off eBay. Um, Not so much though, just because, um, you know, I think the the thrill of the hunt Mm -hmm. is more, you know, desirable to us than just buying something off a website. But there have been times that we bought off eBay just because we see something that's like, wow, we've never seen that. And that's, seems like a really good price. So, you know, we'll pick it up, but I, I just always cringe when I look at shipping prices anymore. You, you buy a $2 ashtray and they want to charge you $12 to ship it. So, right. and I, we try to correlate that to buying from a store because, you know, if we go into a store and we see an ashtray at $2 and, and then $12 for shipping, you're basically paying $14 and we would never pay $14 for it in the store. Right. So, yeah, sometimes it's a little difficult to... And- and how do you go about like how do how do you price the ashtrays or how do you know it's a good deal? I mean, how do do, do you just have you been kind of in the game long enough that you have an idea of of how things work and what the prices should be because you've just been around a bit or I mean how do you how do you figure that out? You want to answer that? No way. So um, you know I think it's a little bit of uh, experience um, and then also you know what we're willing to pay I mean Kelly's a very good uh, she's very good at holding me back um, <laughs> when it comes to spending money on ashtrays because um, you know there's times that I'll pick up something that I'll be like you know it'll be a $20 ashtray and I'll be like oh this is totally worth it and she's like no no I'm not spending $20 on that ashtray and I actually did that to her last weekend I found a bulldog ashtray a figure for her yeah. Um, you know, that they wanted twenty two dollars for it. And we'd never seen it. we have one similar, but we didn't have one exactly like it. And I told her I said I'm buying. She's like, we're not paying twenty two dollars for that ashtray and I was like, <laughs> Yes 
we might as well, you know, we may never see it again. So, you know, you, you see the prices that are around on the common stuff. You kind of get a general idea of what stuff's worth. I mean, we do pay attention to eBay because we, we document all of our ashtrays. We photograph them and we keep them in a database. So, um, you know, we, we try to get a, an average price of what they run for, and we put that value in there as compared to what we paid for it. So, you know, I think it's just more or less just experience and what we're what you're willing to pay for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got a couple books, too, that were written. They were written years ago. <laughs> so the values are a little, I would say, probably outdated, uh, whether sure. they're too expensive or too or not enough. So, I mean, do you think that the is the value of ashtrays? I mean, as I would assume maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I would assume that they're probably becoming more and more rare as probably less and less people are smoking. Um, is, are the, are values generally increasing on them? Well, I mean, it depends really. Um, you know, the, you, you got to figure most of the decent ashtrays were probably, they were stopped in production probably in the eighties. Yeah. Um, if not earlier. Um, so, you know, anything that's been made since then is probably either, you know, it's something silicone or resin or, you know, nothing quality like used to come out of, you know, Blanco or, or Viking or, you know, some of those companies that came out with some really nice ashtrays. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, you know, it depends. Color is really a big thing we've noticed, um, especially with the glass type ashtrays. Um, anything purple, blue, um, those tend to be a little more expensive. Something cranberry pink, uh, maybe a little more. Um, anything, yeah, orange is really hot right now. Um, but you know, you, you get into the typical ambers and the olive greens and, you know, some of those other seventies putrid colors and, (laughs) you know, you can get, you can pick up those up all day, pretty cheap. Um, and then, you know, you've got your figural stuff too. I mean, there's, you know, the names are tied to these things too. I mean, you figure, you know, there's Ferrari and there's Porsche ashtrays and then there's, um, you know, you've got Ronson art metal works, which was was you know really uh, collect highly collectible um so, so evans yeah i mean there's there's a lot of them out there that with with big names um that that do fetch a pretty hefty price uh like lalique crystal um you know some of those are are ungodly expensive hmm. so um yeah it it, it's, it varies but uh i would say for the most part they're a little bit on the upward trend because people are starting to realize that uh, people do collect them. And I think there's a lot of closet collectors out there. I wish I could find them because I know somebody's buying all these e- these ashtrays on eBay, but I can't seem to find these people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so what uh, this w- I'm curious from both of you, do you each I mean, do you have like a do you have a personal favorite that's kind of your go-to like this is this is my my favorite out of the 4000 ashtrays that I have in the house this is the one that's my favorite or do you kind of do you love all your kids equally <laughs> I'll let uh, I'll let Kelly answer first Oh no I definitely have some favorites Maybe not just one there's quite a, there's a few that I have favorites though What are your uh, what what's, what are your go-to favorites Kelly My dog ashtrays I got quite a few of them Oh, okay. There's a few that are just very rare. And this is like the ones that I'm seeing in the header image of your website here, of the Facebook yeah, page? Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, that one of them's one from the 30s, yeah. Yeah, that's that's one of the ones, because you can tell that's got the original depression and glass in it, the insert in it, which sometimes are hard to find. 
but yeah, if you go, if you were to look through the, I mean, we pretty much got all of the ashtrays that we have on that page and photographs. Um, you could literally spend days looking through those, but that'd give you a pretty good representation of, you know, everything we have yep. for the most part. Yep. Uh, and how about, how about you, Eric? Do you have, do you have one that you, uh, do you have a go-to favorite? Um, you know, it's hard. I've got, you know, like I said, I've got a cabinet here um, that I collect um, or that I would say are my favorites. And, and I really prefer, I like the smoker type ashtrays. Um, and the smoker type ashtrays are the ones where you put the cigarettes in and then smoke flows up through some kind of chimney of sorts and then comes out uh make giving the effect of something smoking so it may be a house with a chimney in it so when the smoke comes out it looks like you know the chimney smoking arc i've got some figure ashtrays where the cigarette goes in below their feet and then they've got a hole in their mouth so it travels up the whole body and it comes out the mouth and it looks like they're smoking or you know those are those are my favorites and um you know i'll surely pick those up anytime i see them yeah and now I'm I'm just curious because as I was looking through your website, I noticed that a lot of the images that you guys have are watermarked. Is there some? Is there? Have you guys had issues with people taking your images kind of without permission or? No, I just you know I've um, I've worked with a lot of collectors over the years um, who take pride in their photographs and their collections and people end up stealing those photos and putting them on their websites and using them as reference material. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I'm, it's more or less just me being really cautious um, and, you know, being able to identify if someone's utilizing our images. And, I, you know, that's one question I've been asked before. Why are some of your pictures watermarked and the other one's not? Well, usually the pictures that aren't watermarked are the ones are the other people on the page who are posting. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, because so you, you, you have a group of people that are all posting pictures from their collection. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so what, what would you tell, like if, uh, what would you tell the person that's listening to this that is interested in getting into ashtray collecting and wants to start looking for ashtrays while they're out at, uh, you know, at secondhand stores or, or, uh, antique stores or whatever, what, what kind of stuff should they look out for? Um, you know, that's a, that's kind of a tricky question. I think, you know, I'm a let Kelly answer after I do, but, um, I, I, for me, you know, when we started out, we pretty much were just buying everything we could find, you know, so we may find that little clear Holiday Inn ashtray that sat on every nightstand in Holiday Inn for during the 70s and 80s and Lord knows how long. Um, and we just thought those were the coolest things. And you could pick those up for a buck or two a piece. Mm-hmm. And we were just eating that up and buying them like crazy. And then before you knew it, we had 700 ashtrays that we didn't know, you know, that we, I mean, we liked them, but it was like, you know, we can do without them. Yeah. So I think, I think really find what you like, you know, maybe look around at all the different styles and focus more on what you like. Um, but everybody has to start somewhere. And, you know, I've had, we've had a lot of people who contact us through the page and say, Hey, I just started collecting ashtrays. This is so great that I found other people that do it. Um, you know, can I send you some pictures of what I have? And, and it's always the same thing. They, they start out the same way we did, you know, they're buying the, 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 you know, I hate to say the cheapest ashtrays, but that's what they are. I mean, you know, let's call, you know, let's, let's call black, black, but, the uh you know they're picking up the holiday Inn ashtrays and they're picking up the uh you know the travel lodge ashtrays and you know the easy to find stuff and but that's cool you know when you're starting out you're getting that thrill of the hunt so 
um, you know, you're just picking up whatever you can. And then, you know, here we are now six years in and, you know, when we used to walk out of a, uh, antique mall spending two, $300, we had 80, 90, a hundred ashtrays. Whereas now we can walk out spending two, $300 and we've only got five. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, but we're, we've become a lot more picky. So, you know, maybe find something that you're interested in. Um, you know, not to say that any, you know, investing in something is not going to be a good idea, but, you know, do what you like. Yeah. I, I think that's, and I, Kelly, I, do you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, pretty much if you like glass, you like ceramic, you know, it's up to you what you like. Right, because I, yeah, and that's a very good point because, you know, we, while we collect ashtrays, we don't collect ceramic. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you'll see we have some ceramic pieces probably because they're just a little bit interesting, but we don't, coll we don't really, as a rule, collect ceramic. Um, I, we were collecting advertising ashtrays there for a while, but we kind of got out of that because, um, you know, it, there's so many. Yeah. Uh, it just really wasn't, uh, you know, the thing for us. And then, uh, but I still collect them, even though I say I'm not going to, because especially if I find something local, um, anything with Missouri or Illinois area, you know, here in the central med in the Midwest, mm -hmm. we try to pick that up. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it's difficult. <laughs> yeah. Really, it can be. I'm looking for. Uh, uh, so I'm kind of like a one of the things that I am uh, nerd out about is space stuff, like just space travel and NASA and all that. And I always get a kick out of looking at those pictures from back in the '60s in uh you know in mission control where all the dudes are sitting there smoking with their big right. thick rimmed glasses on <laughs> and I'm, I'm always wondering what uh what those ashtrays were if those were like nasa branded ashtrays or <laughs> right right and you know that it's that's so funny that you say that because um you know we find ourselves like especially if we're watching old television shows or old movies you know we can be sitting here watching a movie and 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 she'll poke me and be like did you see that ashtray on that table <laughs> You know, so yeah. I mean, it'd be like, yeah, we actually have that one or, you know, and she actually, you know, funny story is when we were out ashtray hunting this past weekend, we found she's a big I Love Lucy fan. Uh, and we found a, a Lucy picture book, which was basically just photographs of her throughout the years. And obviously her and, and Desi were very big smokers. So a lot of the pictures in that book, there were always ashtrays sitting on the tables next to them. And she pointed out to me the other day, she's like, she's like, look at this ashtray. Have you ever seen this? Have you ever seen this? So. <laughs> So, you know, it's kind of neat, you know, it's because you don't see them out anymore. And if you do, they're the ones that are outside a shopping center or, um, you know, even a wall-mounted ashtray somewhere outside. You you just don't see glass ashtrays or, for that matter, really any kind of decent ashtray sitting anywhere anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What? So this actually kind of leads me to my next question that I was curious about. I know you mentioned earlier, you kind of alluded to the fact that you guys used to be smokers. And I know that you, um, when, when I was talking to you on Facebook, I saw your profile picture mentioned something about uh, like I vape and I vote. Right. So are you guys, you guys no longer smoke? No, we've uh, we've been smoke free for almost three years now. Yeah, almost three. Yeah, so September will be three years. We uh, we went to we had been talking about quitting smoking for years, and um, just because you know it's we're getting a little older. I mean, you know, we're in, we're both in our forties, and 
you know, we figured it was going to be affecting our health, and we've seen what it's done to other people. And, you know, it's just, you know, the, the breathing problems and, you know, everybody's saying, you know, food tastes better and everything smells better. And, you know, it's just all those things kind of as you get older, you kind of start to think about it. And sure. We'd always talked about quitting, and one day we walked into one of these e-cig shops and, uh, you know, the lady's like, oh, yeah, she's like, I had COPD, and now my COPD's gone, and blah, 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 and I mean, that pretty much sold us, and I mean, we walked out of that store with cigarette, with the electronic cigarettes, and uh, we never picked up another cigarette again, yeah. so, you know, that's, and that's, I mean, that's a success story, and with all the FDA stuff, you know, don't get me started on that, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we even got my mom to quit smoking, she had been smoking for 45 years, and, uh, wow. Actually, that day that we went out and bought the electronic cigarettes, she had given me money to buy her a carton of cigarettes, and uh, I came home with a stick, and she looked at me like she wanted to throw me across the room, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, I gave it to her, and I was like, hey, try it. And, uh, you know, she's successfully vaping, too. So, um, you know, and I, we've got many of friends who have converted from, from smoking. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think it's it's a good alternative. I mean, a lot of people are against vaping. There's a lot of negative press about it. Um, you know, we're breathing better, we're feeling better, we're, um, we're smelling better, we're tasting better, you know, just life, the quality of life overall is so much better compared to when you're smoking, so, do yeah. what? It'll be cheaper eventually. Yeah, and it's, it's definitely cheaper than smoking, too. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, and so, one, one last question that I was just thinking about while you were, um, uh, while we were talking about this, um, these ashtrays, I mean, obviously most of them are used. Is there, do they smell? I mean, do you guys have to clean them? Um, you know, that's a, that's, that's kind of a, we clean most of them. Uh, the glass ones usually come very clean, mm -hmm. um, almost to the point of brand new, unless they have a lot of scratching from, you know, being pushed around. Uh, some of them may have sat in garages for years with water in them, so they may have some serious oxidation on them. Uh, which won't come clean, but um, you know, like her chalkware pieces, uh, she we get her a lot of chalkware type mm -hmm. ashtrays. Um, those you really can't clean; you pretty much just dust them off with a cloth. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the plastic ones, uh, those are probably going to have a little bit of a smell to them because obviously those are kind of porous surfaces, so they kind of suck in that 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 odor. Yep. Um, and and they also sometimes burn, uh, whereas glass really doesn't. Um, and then ceramic, you know, it, it depends on how well the ceramic is sealed. Um, sometimes, you know, that can that can also contain an odor, but uh, or have burn marks on it as well. So, it, you know, we try to clean what we can, but uh, I think for the most part, they don't smell. Yeah, anyway, you can smell it once in a while. I think, and you know, being non-smokers now, you know, it's, we're very sensitive to that smell, which is funny, even though we vape. But <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, thanks, guys. Um, did I miss anything, or is there anything else you guys wanted to mention? Um, you know, not, not I, I, nothing that I can really think of. You know, I think we've covered a lot of the bases. I, uh, we appreciate you uh, looking us up. I was, we were curious as to how you found us. We were actually talking about that <laughs> before you called, and uh, she's like, "How did he find us?" And I was like, "You know, I really don't know." And I. I didn't even make the correlation between between you and, and Andrew because Andrew said that he, you know, one of his friends had found our picture on one of the collector sites. Yep. So, 
um, yeah, we were curious, and, and it's nice to know that you know you were the one that kind of directed them to us. And I apologize, we couldn't help them. I, I was, I told, although I did tell him um, <laughs> next month we're going on a a little trek up north, um, and I would definitely keep an eye out for him. And if I found him, I would contact him and let him know that uh, you know if we found one, I'd shoot him a price and say you know is this something you'd will be willing to pay? And if he does, I told him I'd pick it up for him and ship it to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's it's the the world of podcasting is a weird small world, but I you know, I always look um I I love talking to people like you guys that just have have, you know, kind of fun unique hobbies that that not a lot of people have and that's like the exact reason why we started this show. So, I've had the opportunity to talk to um quite a few really interesting people. So I was uh, I was right. glad that I stumbled across you guys. And if people want to find you, uh, Facebook page is the best place to go. Yeah, we don't we don't have a website. I mean, we we try to keep up with that as much as we can, but we both work you know pretty much full time, and we actually own a business. So um, this is kind of a, a tertiary hobby, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we keep up with it as much as we can, and um, we may only go out every few months, or you know, or I'm sorry, every few weeks. Um, so you may not see postings from us like every day or every week, even you mm-hmm. know. Sometimes there's a little bit of a dry spell, but that's why we've got the other guys on there so that they can post stuff kind of in, you know, when we're not. So we try to keep the content fresh. But, yeah, that's that's probably the best place to look us up. Awesome. Yeah, and that's just facebook.com slash ashtraycollectors. Yep. Cool. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for talking, guys. All right. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. Absolutely. You have a good day. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was that, Christina. Interesting. What do you think? Do you want to start collecting ashtrays now? No. I was ama- the th- I didn't know that it, the he called them smoker ashtrays, like the ones where they're you put the cigarette in there and it makes it look, you know, it's like a house and you put the cigarette in and it makes it look like there's smoke coming out of the chimney. Mm-hmm. That's uh, super fascinating to me. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You won't even let me collect Harry Potter pop figures. <laughs> Do you think that I could start an ashtray collection? I mean, if you want to. I'll just collect those like trashy plastic ones that are at dive bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have 450 in my collection. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I love it. Uh, after talking to him, he said that he would be more than willing to come on again if we ever have a follow-up. Mm-hmm. So I, I honestly kind of want to have him come back on and talk to me about the whole vaping thing. Like we, he was you know, we, we touched on it a little bit in the interview, but um, it sounded like he had a lot more to say about it. And I'm really interested in, cause I know that it's kind of a burgeoning community mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's one of those little subcultures that I am fascinated with. There's a number of vape lounges around us where people just like mm-hmm. hang out and do vape stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, so maybe, weird. um, maybe we'll have to have them come back on and, uh, do it. And now I'm going to start hopefully noticing ashtrays everywhere I go. <laughs> no, it's can smoke inside. No, I mean like antique stores and oh. thrift shops and stuff. I'm going to start looking for ashtrays everywhere now because now it's. I don't know. I'm, it's it's fascinating. I love it. I just love that. Yeah. All right. Well, we I don't need to just repeat everything that he said. But one of the things that I loved is that they have this 
They have 4,000 ashtrays. And they don't just have them. They're, they have them cataloged and documented. They have, like, some kind of database where they track all the prices for everything. Oh, my god, I love it. I love it. They're on board. So, um, Christy, before mm-hmm. we take this baby in for a landing, I wanted to run a little piece of space news by you. Okay. T-minus three minutes and counting. Five, We were recently in the Los Angeles area. We got to see the space shuttle Endeavor. Yes. Uh, one of the things that, um, so one of the space shuttles, the, the space shuttle program came to an end uh, recently, and the shuttles went all over the world or all over the country. You can go see them in different places. We have the shuttle trainer, like the simulator that they use to train the astronauts here in Seattle. One of them is down in California. It's the Endeavor. And they had a, sco- they, it's, it's, on its, I mean, it's horizontal. It's horizontal. But mm-hmm. when the shuttles launch, they're vertical because they take off like a rocket. They land like an airplane. So they're actually going to display this shuttle vertically uh, soon. So they're going to have, like, you know, have you seen the space shuttle? It has the big orange tank and the mm-hmm. two white tanks when it takes yeah. off. So those two white tanks are the solid rocket boosters. The big orange tank is the external tank. It's a, a liquid fuel tank that just dumps into the motor's in it dumps the fuel it's basically an external gas tank and it dumps fuel into the space shuttle engines as it's taking off and then once it gets up into space it just breaks off and comes back down i think they're high enough at that point that it might just burn up in the atmosphere so there's there's one of these external tanks and uh it was in new orleans and the spatial just hanging out there like on bourbon street or where was it no it it was at a um the mcleod assembly facility okay it's at a a nasa facility near new orleans um so they uh, are actually going to put the endeavor down in la they're going to put it in launch configuration with two full-size solid rocket boosters and an external fuel tank so they wanted to use an actual external tank and so they stuck this thing on a barge and spent i think 35 days taking it from new orleans to los angeles well on the way on the way to los angeles it actually uh they they it's on a barge it's going through the ocean uh they actually like did a mid ocean rescue <laughs> like there was a fishing boat that had sunk and the four crew members from the fishing boat had had to abandon ship onto a life raft mm-hmm. and the barge that was the that was the tugboat that was pulling the barge that had this external tank on it uh ended up getting close enough that they like found these guys and rescued them Oh, cool. I have a video of it. So I'm going to post a link to the video in the show notes. It's kind of cool. Um, Just a, I was going to say fun fact, but it's a not so fun fact. The reason that this external tank exists, the reason that they're going to be able to use it in this display down in Los Angeles is because um, in February of 2003, the space shuttle Columbia was coming back in through the atmosphere to land and it exploded on reentry. It killed all the astronauts on board. The reason they found through investigation, the reason that this happened is because on takeoff, this big orange external tank, it's orange because it's covered in an insulating foam. A big chunk of that foam came off and actually punched a hole in the wing on the underside of the wing that had the tiles on it that protect Mm -hmm. the space shuttle from heat when it's coming back into the atmosphere. And so it had this big hole in it. And so it got so hot that it just, 
tore the space shuttle apart. So they uh, they did testing on this external tank. They cut chunks out of the foam and did ballistic testing where they were shooting it at, at uh, mock-ups of the space shuttle to see what it would do at the speeds that it would happen during takeoff. So that's the reason that this tank exists, um, unfortunately. But fortunately, we'll be able to see it um, soon down in Los Angeles. So it actually arrived this week. I'm going to post a link in the show notes to some cool pictures, and we'll be sure to post them on social media and stuff. Um, also, there's a there was a really cool podcast episode of was it Death, Sex, and Money about um, an astronaut's husband yeah. who watched that. His wife was on. His the, wife was on the shuttle, yeah. and he was. Um, he was. I think he, was he like worked a for NASA. Doctor. He was yeah. also an astronaut. He just wasn't on that. Yeah. But that was a really interesting. Well, episode. and there was a song. There was a, a guy named a musician named John Roderick. There was an episode of Song Exploder, which is a podcast where they um, meet with a recording artist that wrote a song and kind of had them talk through the song and what went into it and how they wrote it and the whole creative mm-hmm. process. So a guy named John Roderick wrote a song about the Columbia breaking up. Oh, really? And uh, they had a great episode. A, a song exploder hmm. about it. So I'll link to all those things in the show notes. Okay. So you guys can follow them. And speaking of that, you guys, um, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. So if you want to call in like Andrea did and tell us about your bacteria colonies <laughs> <laughs> or uh, whatever it is that you nerd out about, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we reference lots of stuff in the show. If you want to go back and read the 25 Ways to Know Your Marriage a Strong article or uh, or send us an email and tell us to stop finding listicles to go through <laughs> on, the, on the show, uh, the best way to do that, the best way to get a hold of us, all you have to remember, I know that you're at work or you're driving or whatever, all you have to remember is this. Go to nerdoutloudpod.com. All of our contact information is on there. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Quite a, people, quite a few people this week have been messaging us on the Facebook page, which is great. That's a great way to hit us up. Um, we love to hear from you. So give us your feedback. Let us know how you feel about stuff. Uh, tell us what you nerd out about. Yeah. All you have to remember, go to nerdoutloudpod.com. The show notes will be there with links to everything we talked about, all of our contact information, and um, it'll be fun. What do you say? What do you say, Christina? I say, I can't wait to hear from you. (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Well, uh, next week is going to be fun. We've got an interview lined up with a Blue Man Group super fan. Yeah, I'm very interested. She travels to see them all the time. So I'm. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. With that. Can't wait. So uh if you have any strong feelings about the Blue Man group, hit us up. And we'll uh we'll do this all again next week. Christina, you have seven days to find the next listicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Buzzfeed, here I come. <laughs> um Christina, do you have any last words? Never wait for child bride wedding cake. <laughs> and um be your best self. Let your nerd flag fly!